All right, here we go. Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Season 2, episode 17 of What's Eating Kale. Unscripted again today. Totally uh, winging it. I got to wash the residuals of this party off me um, that we had yesterday. It took so much effort to get ready for it. And it's sort of like, oh, I just want to relax now. And just, I, I'm looking forward to having a weekend where we don't have to do anything. Um, I got a birthday coming up and I asked for, um, I asked for uh, help cleaning the basement. <laughs> That's what I really asked for. Uh, because we, uh, just, anyway, there's a bunch of stuff in the basement that just needs to get reorganized and. That's what I asked for for Christmas or for Christmas for <laughs> for my birthday. Uh, so pretty excited about that. That's going to happen this weekend. But that's really all we got planned, and that's friggin' awesome, man. There's nothing better than a weekend where you don't have to do anything. You know, that's the best. It isn't really about what like it's you can do anything, but you don't have to do anything. That's just oh, it's heaven, heaven on earth. I think that's my my thinking anyway. Um, you know, I it, I was reminded the other day um, a few years back I was on a a job interview it was kind of it wasn't really a job interview I was about to be working with a new client and they were kind of checking me out and they were asking me some questions and so they asked if I could perform under pressure and I said no but I can hum a few bars of Bohemian Rhapsody. You don't think that's funny? <laughs> I think that's funny. Oh, man. Uh, I got a great interview coming up with Carol uh, uh, Carol Sunbury tomorrow. Uh, and I'm super excited about it. And then on Thursday, we got some conversations with me and Ben. Um, so this week is going to be fun today. Eh, probably not so much. I don't have a whole lot today. I really don't. Thinking about talking about some of the details of the party, um, but there wasn't there wasn't a lot. Like the only, there was a couple of great stories. Um, we told a bunch of stupid jokes, but you've heard most of them. <laughs> so uh, it uh, it really I, it really was a boring party in a great way. Like it it was really great because it didn't have to go that way. There's one story about my uncle and my uh, cousin going on a boat trip. My 86 year old uncle and my 50 some year old cousin, uh, his son, uh, go on a boat ride and getting into the boat and both of them ending up in the drink. is <laughs> freaking awesome. Uh, that was funny. And they're, they're completely opposing views on that. You know what? I'm going to talk about that in a little bit because I think that that might be part of today's program that I didn't plan, but I think it might be. So right now we're going to do entertainment headlines, but that's what that music was all about. Um, Vikings and Chiefs, uh, uh we're at, they're at the Vikings and Tay Tay, is going to be there, and the Vikings say they want to cool the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey vibe that's going down, and they think they can do that. I don't think they can. I think the Vikings aren't as good as their one win. (laughs) I really don't. I think they're just going to have a year where it's just going to be a constant struggle for them, and all those games that they won last year, they're going to lose those this year. That's what I think. Uh, Taylor Swift and... uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany, uh, were hanging together at the Jets game. I'm not a big Brittany Mahomes fan. Did you see the thing on Netflix where it was 
the quarterback. I, I, I think it was on Netflix. Peyton Manning hosted it. And it was sort of this thing where it was like following these three quarterbacks. One was Kirk Cousin, one was Patrick Mahomes, and one was this other guy that I refuse to remember his name. And uh, he was playing with the Falcons and I believe and ended up quitting. Whatever. But you got to see a lot of Patrick Mahomes and Brittany Mahomes and I just, eh, eh, eh. Oh, I'm supposed to be doing this, by the way. Uh, Joshua Jackson and his wife, uh, Jody Turner-Smith, are heading for Splitsville. And um, I'm just, I, I Lisa loves Jackson, J- uh, Joshua Jackson. Uh, she was a big Dawson's Creek fan, loved herself some pacey, uh, maybe to an unhealthy degree, and uh, still likes him. And I think now she should know that he's available. It's uh, maybe a little daunting for me, but hey, if it's Joshua Jackson, he's famous. I can probably get something out of that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Late night. Oop. Late night talk shows are back. Uh, I didn't watch any of them, but I will tonight because I don't. I want to watch them without commercials. I don't like the commercials. Um, and uh, they they were all back. Um, there was one. Uh, there was one thing that I read that Jimmy Kimmel had Arnold Schwarzenegger on, and they got to talking about Donald Trump listing his weight as two fifteen. <laughs> And uh, let's just say that I think everybody in the world knows that Donald Trump doesn't weigh 215 pounds. Um, and so Arnold was, he was kind of comparing that truth to being like other truths. And then he said, he looks more like he probably weighs 315 pounds, not 215 pounds. But that's that's Donald Trump's whole thing, you know. Uh, the Sphere in Vegas opened last weekend, um, just the other day. And... Uh, apparently this is next level stuff. So you go into this place and it's like a big dome and the concert is happening in front of you and the concert is U2. U2 is doing a a residency to open this, this place up, the sphere in Vegas. And, but the visuals go 360 degrees around and on the ceiling and, uh, everything is designed for that room. And uh, it's supposed to be spectacular. Uh, all kinds of famous people were there because they wanted to see what the venue was like. Because this is supposed to be like the next thing. This, this, I don't know. Like I hear U2 is going to go on tour even beyond this. And I think they're going to try to bring some of this with them. And I don't know how they'll do that. But um, this, this place is actually set up specifically for that. I, there's there's a couple things. I've never been to Vegas. Want to go to Vegas, and uh, I've never seen you two. And it's one of the bands I probably would spend good money and possibly even travel to go see. So maybe there's something in the cards, but it's got to happen soon because the residency isn't that long. It's not like they're going to be there for the next year or two. I think it's more like a few months. So I'll have to look into that. But uh, pretty cool uh, and maybe a really neat way to. To see you too, and see a new way of looking at, at shows. Foo Fighters are officially back on the road without Taylor Hawkins uh, at, since his passing, anyway. Um, and um, they're, they're announcing tour dates, and uh, it's exciting to see them back out there. It's you know, I think that everybody loved Taylor Hawkins. He seemed like such a good guy, and he he just always had a big smile on his face. He had his struggles, but you know, you just I don't know. He just seemed like such a cool, nice. Bella, you know, and uh, it's hard to imagine the Foo Fighters without him, but he, uh, he they're, they're moving on. And Dave Grohl has always said that they would, and that's, I don't know how they do that. 
but they do. And, and good for them and good for Foo Fighters fans. Uh, and uh, God bless Taylor Hawkins. Mariah Carey is doing a 16th City Christmas tour. Uh, I don't think she tours much. I, don't, I think this is kind of a rarity. So I think, I, is this big news? I don't, because I think she does the TV specials and that's like it. And then it's just royalties from her Christmas songs and her hits. That's how she lives. Uh, so I, if, if this is a big deal, maybe it's not. Maybe I, I didn't know that she's been touring like mad for the past five years. I don't know. Uh, but it seems like a big deal. And by the way, um, the back in the day, I was going to go to recording and engineering school. And um, the school I was going to go to uh, produced her first album. And the people that, you know, you were to- like when I went down there to tour the school, you were talking to the people that were actually on the project. And they're like, there is no singer that they have ever worked with that was as good. She, I mean, her ear was amazing. Her ability to uh, hit any note was amazing. And she was just uh, the best singer they ever worked with. So there is an element of which I'm not necessarily a big um, Mariah Carey fan, but uh, it would be kind of neat to see her actually live and, and showing off that, that talent. So, uh, that may, uh, I, I don't think I would travel to go see that, but, um, that might be, that might be something for somebody. Just so you know, I have absolutely nothing planned, but we were just talking a little bit about the party before, and I was talking about my uncle and my cousin uh, talking about now this is an 86 year old man and a 50 some year old man and the 56 year old he's not 56 he's like 53 he, he's convincing his father to go out on the boat before the Packer game a couple weeks ago and uh, dad's like nah I don't know it's gonna be busy out there it's a lot yada 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 so uh, he, he convinces them and they're gonna go and the, there's these two have this huge it's a kind of a funny blowout uh, conversation about who about whose story is accurate about getting into the boat. Long story short, it it turns into one of those things where one foot that the, my eighty six year old uncle uh, one foot on the boat, one foot on the dock, and the boat starts separating from the dock, and he does the splits. And in his attempt to save himself, he grabs onto his son, my cousin, and pulls him into the drink as well. They both go into the drink. And that's an alarm that is going off. My apologies. Reminding me to take out the garbage, which I've already done. <laughs> I apologize for that. Um, so the, the, the story is pretty gosh darn funny. And, um, but it reminds me that the, the way they told the story is that is not what happened. And they remember these things so wildly different. Now, they remember it in whichever way is best for them, right? Like that's, that's the trick. And... Uh, but it reminded me of, and I wanted to say this, but my uncle is the super political uh, angry guy. So I, I didn't say this, but it reminded me of, this is what it's like talking to a Republican and a Democrat. They can be talking about the same topic and then they argue a side that is specifically, you know, just it, it suits their, their theory. And they both do it. And they both believe like they believe like they believe that they're right. 
and that the other guy's just dumb or doesn't get it and that they're more informed and that the other guy can't be as informed because if he was as informed, he would think like he does. And it got me to thinking that 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 to me is really just that like when you're just bent one way or the other, that is a lack of, and I'm just going to say it. I, I'm not going to say somebody's stupid. I'll say it more diplomatically. That's a lack of intelligence. Because if you can't realize that you're as likely to be wrong as the other guy, I, I, I'm not so sure you're smart. And the fact that you think you got it all figured out and the other side who thinks they have it all figured out, the fact that you think that you got it better than them and that you know better than them in a world where you can't get straight news from either side, ay, it's just one of those it's just one of those things. And I I mean, I, I've talked about it before, but I mean, I really do think that intelligence really lies in the fact that you know you don't know, right? And I've been doing what I've been doing professionally for well over 20 years. And I know stuff in there, but I also know that in every single project, something will come up that I don't know and I have to figure out. So I know, I like knowing that I don't know is part of the deal. And these guys go in believing that they know better than everybody. And I just, I, I, like that story was just kind of this microcosm of a bigger thing. Because if I, like, I, I believe, and maybe I'd be wrong. Now, for comedic purposes, I might argue uh, that story and say, no, it didn't happen like that just to be funny. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that if it was a real story and it really meant something, that I would be like, well, it might have happened that way, but the way I remember it is. And just knowing that I could be wrong. We remember things, we see things the way we want them to be. Um, and there's a great saying by Ray Dalio that I'm going to butcher right now, but uh, the, I'll get the gist of it across. I think across. Did I just say across? Oh my God. The gist of it, I think I'll get across. Um, the, the saying goes something like, don't get so hung up on the way you want things to be because you'll miss out on the way they really are. That to me is the whole thing. Right? And sometimes, you, yeah, in a moment, you can get all wound up in that. Step back a little bit and you'll realize that eh, maybe I don't know. And you know what? When time passes, you're going to find out you don't know. Oh, yeah, that didn't pan out the way I thought it did. Um, so anyway, that really, that story I was thinking about while they were going back and forth, in the middle of my laughing and, and uh, just kind of watching this story, play, I mean, both of them are on their feet. We're all sitting around in the shade under a, a giant umbrella and uh, they get up and they're like, oh, they're showing and they're demonstrating. <laughs> they're just, it, was, it was funny. But as I'm laughing, I am thinking that. That is all going through my head and it's like, this is exactly what it's like to talk to opposing political views and the, my uncle can't handle that if I don't agree with him on something he, he's just like then I'm either dumb or I don't I'm, I could never have a conservative view just not true I have lots of views some of them conservative some of them not so much um, but it really is in the understanding that you don't know that's the I, I think that's a clear sign of intelligence. 
I really do. And I don't, is this somber? Is this like a horrible topic? I don't know. I feel like maybe everybody feels that way. You know, more, let, oftentimes roughly half the country doesn't vote. Why? Of the voting population, half of them don't vote. Why? Is it because they're never going to take a side? Is it because they just look at it and be like, this is hopeless. These, these people that are running things, are just, I'm just, what's the point? Perhaps all of those things. And then there's the sides that are, you know, like, I'll only vote this way. Everything else is wrong. I don't know, man. Conundrum. That's what I say. Conundrum. But I really do think that uh, understanding that you don't know is more uh, wise than is thinking you do. That's Dean and Kale today. Tomorrow, uh, some Carol Sumbry, and then from there, some Ben Hotes, and some fun on Friday. Until then, make it a good one. <laughs>